Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Five. Carton saw the two of them, Melon and Haggerty, mincing along with their arms about each other's waists and giggling like a couple of girls. At first, he actually thought they were a couple of girls. Then he recognized Melon, who had been pointed out to him before. As he looked, he saw Melon turn to Haggerty, and they kissed briefly. Oh man, I'm going bluff, Webby cried, disgusted. Chris Onwin and Steve Dubay were with him. When Webby pointed out Melon, Steve Dubay said he thought the other fag was named Don Somebody, and that he'd picked up a kid from Derry High, hitching and then tried to put a few moves on him. Melon and Haggerty began to move toward the three boys again, walking away from the pitch till you win and towards the carnies exit. Webby Galton would later tell officers Hughes and Connolly that his civic pride had been wounded by seeing a fucking faggot wearing a hat which said, I heart Derry. It was a silly thing that a hat, a paper imitation of a top hat with a great big flower sticking up from the top and nodding about in every direction. The silliness of the hat apparently wounded Webby's civic pride even more. As Melon and Haggerty passed, each with his arms linked about the other's waist, Webby Galton yelled out, I ought to make you eat that hat, you fucking ass bandit. Melon turned toward Garton, fluttered his eyes flirtatiously, and said, If you want something to eat, hon, I can find something much tastier than my hat. At this point, Webby Garton decided he was going to rearrange the faggot's face. In the geography of Melon's face, mountains would rise and continents would drift. Nobody suggested he suck the root. Nobody. He started toward Melon. Melon's friend Haggerty, alarmed, attempted to pull Melon away. But Melon stood his ground, smiling. Garton would later tell officers Hughes and Connolly that he was pretty sure Melon was high on something. So he was. Haggerty would agree with this idea was passed on to him by officers Garton and Reeves. He was high on two fried dough boys smeared with honey on the carnival on the whole day. He had been consequently unable to recognize the real menace which Webby Garton represented. But that was Adrian, Don said, using a tissue to wipe his eyes and smearing the spangled eye shadow he was wearing. He didn't have much in the way of protective coloration. He was one of those fools who think things really are going to turn out all right. He might have been badly hurt there and then if Garton hadn't felt something tap his elbow. It was a nightstick. He turned his head to see Officer Frank Macken, another member of Derry's finest. Never mind, little body, Macken told Garton. Mind your business and leave those little gay boys alone. Have some fun. Did you hear what he called me? Garton asked hotly. He was now joined by Onwin and the bay. The two of them, smelling trouble, tried to urge Garton on up the midway. 
but Garton shrugged them away. Would have turned on them with his fists if they had persisted. His masculinity had borne an insult which he felt must be avenged. Nobody, suggested he sucked the root. Nobody. I don't believe he called you anything, Machen replied. And you spoke to him first, I believe. Now move on, Sonny. I don't want to have to tell you again. He called me a queer. Are you worried you might be then? Machen asked, seeming to be honestly interested, and Garton flushed a deep, ugly red. During this exchange, Herati was trying with increasing desperation to pull Adrian Mellon away from the scene. Now, at last, Mellon was going. Ta-ta, love, Adrian called cheekily over his shoulder. Shut up, candy ass, Marken said. Get out of here. Garton made a lunge at Mellon, and Marken grabbed him. I can ruin you in, my friend, Marken said. And the way you're acting, it might not be such a bad idea. Next time I see you, I'm gonna hurt you. Garton bellowed after the departing pair, and heads turned to stare at him. And if you're wearing that hat, I'm gonna kill you. This town don't need no faggots like you. Without turning, Melon woggled the fingers of his left hand. The nails were painted series, and put an extra little wiggle in his walk. Garton launched again. One more word or one more move and in you go, Macken said mildly. Trust me, my boy, for I mean exactly what I say. Come on, Webby, Chris Hongwin said uneasily. Mellow out. You like guys like that? Webby asked Machen, ignoring Chris and Steve completely. Huh? About the bomb punchers, I'm neutral, Machen said. What I'm really in favor of is peace and quiet. And you're upsetting what I like, pizza face. Now, do you want to go around with me or what? Come on, Webby, Steve Dubay said quietly. Let's go get some hot dogs. Webby went, straightening his shirt with exaggerated moves and brushing the hair out of his eyes. Machen, who also gave a statement on the morning following Adrian Mellon's death, said, The last thing I heard him say as him and his bodies walked off was, Next time I see him, he's going to be in serious hurt. <laughs>